Hello and welcome to the Cold Coffee Club, a podcast brought to you by Houston Moms. We're here to give you a little bit of that mom-to-mom connection, fun, and conversation amidst all the chaos. Join us as we take a break from doing all the things and explore the wide spectrum of this crazy motherhood role. We'll interview fun guests, talk about cool grown-up topics, laugh, share, and grow together. So go ahead, reheat that coffee, and put your feet up. Here we go. Hello, and welcome to the Cold Coffee Club. This is Jenny, and as you might notice, we are doing things a little differently. Um, So this is kind of our summer series, and we, me and Ashley, Ashley is my co-host, and we are doing things a little differently this summer. And rather than doing our episodes every week, we will be spacing them out every other week, just kind of as our summer schedule. Obviously, this is a Houston Moms podcast. I'm a mom. Ashley is a mom. And just as we are navigating having our kids home and navigating summer schedules, we are going to just have a little bit of a different schedule, both in our recording time and our episode releases. Um, And then as we get into the fall, we will get into season three and into kind of our regularly scheduled programming, so to speak. So we still wanted to get um, some really great content out to you guys. We have some amazing summer content. Houston Moms always has a great summer content for you, and that does not change for our podcast schedule. So um, we're excited. We have a great interview for you today that Ashley did, and so we want to make sure you hear that. Um, But we also have a request, which is, Um, One way we continue to make sure that the most listeners hear us is through um, wherever you're listening to us uh, here on your ears (laughs) is to make sure that you give us a like and a subscribe, um, leave a comment, but really subscribing to our podcast really helps us with that pesky little algorithm. Um, So if you go into Apple podcasts and subscribe to us or follow us or um, leave a review, that is always really great. Um, a little, or just give, even just hit that five star button was really, we're always very grateful for anything like that. So thank you so much. Um, but anyway, so this, I'm Jenny. I'm the social media director. If you're a first time listener, I'm a social media director here with Houston Moms. And Ashley, who you are here later on our interview segment, is um, our administrative uh, director, and she is fabulous. And I know you're going to really love that interview. Um, but I want to talk about something that I got to do a couple, I guess it was last week was I went and saw the Top Gun movie. And I know so many of us have, it was so much fun. Top Gun Maverick, new movie out. I have not been to a movie like that in so long. It is such like a crowd pleaser. It was silly and fun and like slightly cheesy, but in the best way possible, but you just like had your popcorn, you had your Coke and it was just like two hours of like, it was a happy ending and it was action and it was drama. And it was just the, it was the exact movie I wanted to see that day. And my husband loved it and I loved it and it was well cast. And Tom Cruise is just a movie star. He's just Tom Cruise and all of the Tom Cruise ways that he is. Um, but we had a total blast seeing this movie and I just miss movies like that. I think so many movies now are trying to be, like something unique and different and edgy and all these things. And it was just exactly what you wanted it to be. And the soundtrack was great. So if you have not seen Top Gun Maverick, 
please go see Top Gun Maverick. It was really, really fun. Um, and we also chose to see it on like the biggest screen our uh, movie theater had available. And I highly recommend doing that too, just to kind of get it in wide with all the surround sound and all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm sure once it comes like to live stream and not live stream, to streaming and you can watch it at home, that will be great too. But if you have a chance to see it in the theaters, please do. Um, but it's also um, a great time this summer to check out all of your summer um, movie programs. Most movie theaters are having like a dollar movie program where you are, some of them are even free, I believe, where you can go to the movie theater and um, sometimes it's like at nine in the morning or 10 in the morning and they're offering kids movies for like a dollar and it's going to be like older movies, like things from, I don't know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. So things that are not new or current, but something that is, you know, just something fun for you and the kids to go do that's inside and air conditioned, which is what we all really want. <laughs> so I have written down a few dates that I'm going to take my kids and I've like pulled all the different websites of all the local movie theaters near me. So that is my little tip to you today is definitely check out your local movie theaters and see what times and what days and how if it's free or if it's $3 or whatever it is. Um, and normally it's going to be like at an off time. They're going to do it at like nine in the morning or 10. Um, but my kids always really love doing that. And I do too. We are so excited to talk to um, Dr. Desiree Bobino Thomas. Ashley got to interview her about something that affects so many moms and that is migraines. And I know those can be absolutely debilitating and can take you out. And we all know that as moms, we have to be on all the time. Um, and so Ashley had a really great conversation with Dr. Bobino Thomas. So go ahead, Ashley, we're going to roll that interview now. All right. Welcome Cold Coffee Club. I'm here with Dr. Bobino Thomas. Um, she is a neurologist here in the Houston area. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself for us? Sure. Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Dr. Desiree Bobino Thomas. I am a neurologist here in the Houston area. I work over at Kelsey Seabold, which has a lot of locations, um, but I work uh, at the Sugarland one. There's a Katie one and then one in the medical center. So that's, uh, you know, a little bit about where I work. Awesome. And what led you to jumping into the neurology field? So uh, I didn't really, I kind of fell into medicine. I went to college thinking I was just a, I was a biology major. And then I decided to be pre-med and everyone um, there in, in my groups, you know, we're talking about going to medical school. Um, I actually worked part-time for an ophthalmologist and almost didn't become a doctor because I do not like eyes. I can't put eye drops in my eyes. Um, if I ever have glaucoma, I'm in trouble. I'm gonna have to get someone to do it for me. Um, and so then I did a pre-med summer program. I worked with a neurosurgeon. And so he let me go into the operating room. So I thought that's what I wanted to be. Um, but being a neurosurgeon takes a very long time and the lifestyle isn't very conducive for children. And I knew I wanted to have a family and kids. So I, uh, fell into neurology, um, because it talked about the brain and studied the brain, but without the long hours of a surgeon. In addition, um, my family has a big history of migraine, including my mom. 
And so um, just trying to understand more about migraine since it runs in my family. There's a lot of doctors that go into things that um, they have some personal connection to. Mm-hmm. So they talk about psychiatrists might have a lot of psych issues themselves <laughs> or in their family, or um, someone that goes into pediatrics might have, you know, have had some childhood experience with illness. So sometimes that steers you. Yeah. So the main reason um, I really wanted you to join us is because June is National Migraine and Headache Awareness Month. And so for those of us who suffer from migraines, we know the difference between a migraine and a headache, but can you explain what the difference really is? Yes. So uh, migraine is a subtype of headache. Um, Other types of headaches include there's tension headaches where maybe your head just feels very tight, but you can usually still function. Um, There's sinus headaches and you might have a lot of congestion and drainage or allergy related headaches. Um, Migraines are when you have specific symptoms such as light bothering you or sound bothering you. Um, You might be nauseated and even feel like you have to throw up or vomit. So instead of it just being a bad headache, it has to be a bad headache along with some of those other symptoms. Gotcha. And do I know that I personally get an aura with my migraines? Are, is that like super common? Do most people kind of get an aura? And can you explain what an aura is? So uh, there's two types of migraine. There's migraine with aura and without aura. Aura just means kind of like a warning. Patients with seizures actually have an aura. So, and those things sometimes can go together, but an aura is just a warning. So it could be some visual stuff. People see sparkling lights, which is what I see. Um, Sometimes people will even have difficulty talking or numbness. They'll think they're having a stroke. So sometimes um, the first time someone has a migraine with aura, they're in the emergency room trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned that you get migraines. How do you cope with this condition as a mom? I know that for me, it takes a whole lot out of me and it takes, you know, days where it's just like, guys, you have to leave me alone. I can't, we can't do A, B, and C. It ruins plans sometimes. So how do you kind of cope with it? Yeah, it can be difficult. I think making sure that people know that you have migraines and educating them so they can kind of understand it's not just a headache. Um, My kids know uh, when I'm having a migraine, I'll ask them to turn down the TV, although they usually have it too loud anyway. Um, Like, are you having a migraine? Sometimes like, no, the TV is just too loud. Why is it on 30? Um, But they kind of know to quiet it down a little bit. Um, They know, you know, I might have the windows drawn a little bit and turning, you know, closing the blinds, um, those kind of things. Um, and then at work, you know, being a working mom, that can be difficult, you know, so there's been times when I've gone to work and had a migraine. Um, I think it makes me more sympathetic because I understand what people are going through. Sometimes it can make me unsympathetic because people are asking for time off work. And I think, well, I'm here talking to you about your migraines. What if I call you? Um, but yeah, I think, I think the biggest thing is, is having your family understand more about it so they can support you. And then maybe having, you know, friends and family that also know, so they can kind of step in and be your tribe and, and help you when you need a little bit of help. Yeah. So one thing I have heard, um, and that I'm really excited about if this is true, but I've heard that hormones are a factor with migraines and that when you go through menopause, it might potentially make your, uh, migraine stop. Is that true at all? I think for some women, um, unfortunately I do have women in their fifties, sixties, seventies that still have migraines, not to be Debbie Downer. 
Um, <laughs> but for most, for women that mainly have their migraines with their cycle, then yes, they often get better. But some people, their migraines never really correlated with their cycle. So then they might not necessarily go away when you go to menopause. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, that's kind of, that makes me feel hopeful because I have an <laughs> uptick around my cycle. And then when I'm okay. pregnant or nursing, yes. it's, it's always a big pickup. So fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. um, have you noticed any trends recently? I know that we've all been stressed out and I know that stress is a, is a factor with migraines. I know when things are just crazy hectic, I tend to get more. Have you noticed at all an uptick in, in people getting migraines over these past stressful, super stressful years? Definitely. I think um, the isolation and the difference in our work schedules and maybe having to have kids at home and trying to work and to help them with school during the pandemic was very difficult. Um, so definitely that has been a, a trigger for people's migraines. Yeah. And so speaking of triggers, I know that supposedly there are certain foods and, um, you know, caffeine. We at the cold coffee club, we love our coffee, <laughs> but I have been told that too much caffeine can cause migraines. I also have learned that, um, once I have a migraine, if I have a bunch of caffeine, then it tends to help a little bit, but what other foods or, um, other aspects can trigger migraines? Yeah, that's the paradox of, of migraines. Too little sleep can make you get a migraine. Too much sleep, if you try to sleep in on the weekend, can cause it. And the same for caffeine. So trying to do everything in moderation, I think, is, is important with the caffeine. But it doesn't mean you, you can't have it. Um, <laughs> other triggers, yeah, there are foods. Um, but it's not going to be the same foods for everyone. So sometimes people will look up a list of foods that can cause migraine and cut them all out of their diet, but that can be unnecessary. So you have to find what your triggers are. So I usually recommend that people um, keep a diary and on the day that they have a migraine, they can write down what they had that day and before, and then go and see if there's any things that seem to be your personal trigger instead of just cutting out everything. Right. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Another thing is um, weather changes. So sometimes people yeah. notice when the weather's changing. Um, so barometric pressure changes. Sometimes altitude can make a difference. So I've had patients that when they move to Texas from someplace else, they have more or less headaches just depending on how their body is. Oh, wow. So if, if those triggers are there, for example, barometric pressure, what can you do about that? Is there anything you can do? Uh, you can't change the weather, obviously. Right. Um, <laughs> But I think just being prepared. So sometimes people, I think in general, people, there's a migraine personality, so we can be a little bit OCD and compulsive. Uh, so sometimes if you kind of plan ahead and see what the weather's going to do, although in Houston, it's hard to know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but if you know that it's going to be a bad patch of weather, then kind of prepare yourself that these might be some bad migraine okay. days. I think just, just not being caught off guard. If you can know ahead of time to prepare, I think that helps a lot too. Yeah. So, um, and you know, most of us have spouses, significant others. I know that you mentioned a type of migraine that I think is, is incredibly fascinating. Can you tell me about the um, migraines that stem from orgasms? Yes. So there's a class of migraine called sexual headache. And so I see um, men and women patients, of course. So sometimes when I walk in the room and it's a guy and he kind of looks at me funny, like he was disappointed, I know that it's probably going to be because they're having sexual headaches because they're hoping to tell that to a guy, not to yeah. a woman. Um, but no one knows if it's um, the hormones that are released or your blood pressure rising a little bit, but it can change um, the circulation to your brain 
And that can lead to a really severe headache. It can be during sex at orgasm or right after, but it can feel like the worst headache of your life, which is what people watch out for when they're having an aneurysm. So the very first time that it happens, then it's important to see someone to get some brain imaging. We can check and do a CT or MRI to look for an aneurysm. If there's no aneurysm, it can help you with peace of mind. So, you know, you're not dying. It can help your partner because sometimes in these situations, the partner is like, I'm not touching you because they're nervous about it Um, and just make sure. But I would say probably 95% of the time when people come to see me for this, we check and everything is fine, but it is really important to not ignore that if that happens to you. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's crazy. So are there any things like I know with my migraines, there are moments that just kind of scare me. Like when I have an aura and you know, my body is super numb sometimes it gets really overwhelming to the point where you're nervous, like, am I okay? And so are there any warning signs or anything that would be out of the ordinary that you should definitely be concerned about where it's not like a run of the mill migraine? Um, You know, of course I've had migraines that are super severe and then where it's like, I can't even unlock my cell phone. And then there are other times where it's like, okay, we're at a basketball game. I can make it through the rest of the game. So are there any things that really you should notice that are huge and you really need to go get some help and this is not normal? So in medicine, there are things we call red flags, things that we watch out for. That means that maybe we need to look further. So if you have the worst headache of your life, it's not your typical migraine, or you've never had an aura before now, you can't talk, but that's never happened to you. Um, Or there's other symptoms like loss of vision or numbness on one side of your body, just things that aren't normal for you, then that's when you want to go in and get it checked out. And you probably need a scan. If it's super severe, then you want to go straight to the emergency room. If it's manageable and it kind of resolves itself, then you could always just talk to your neurologist or your primary care doctor to get some testing done. But I think the hardest thing is that there's not always a cookie cutter approach. Um, Medicine sometimes teaches us if you have this symptom or that symptom, what to do but sometimes it, it really has to be tailored to you. So if you really feel like there's something different going on with your body, then at least discuss it with your doctor so they can help you decide to be worried or not. Okay. And lastly, do you have any advice for moms who suffer from migraines? Any, any tips to make it through other than making sure your kids turn down the TV? <laughs> um, I think, see, you know, if, if you're having them more than a couple times a month, then you really should be under the care of a doctor so they can help. There's so many medicines. We have medicines you can take when you get a migraine. There's medicines that we can take to prevent migraines. There's some new once a month injections you can do. There's even Botox. There's so many different things in 2022. So it doesn't make sense to just suffer needlessly. Um, so, you know, see someone. And then I think knowledge is power. So knowing that this does happen to a lot of people is helpful because sometimes you can think it's just you and, and then trying, you know, in so many situations as mom, as moms, we have all of our mom guilt. And so there's been times where maybe I'm having a bad migraine and the kids are like, Oh, so I guess we're not going to the park or, Oh, we're not, you know, going to go to the movies as planned. Luckily that doesn't happen to me a lot but you can just feel bad that you're not able to be there for them in those times. So, you know, giving yourself some grace and realizing that everybody has something, whether it's your migraine keeping you from doing something or people have fibromyalgia or just other things. Um, Or sometimes just from your job, you're just tired and you can't do it. Giving yourself some, some grace, I think is very important. I think that's awesome. That's something we all need to hear. Uh, Well, thank you so much for joining us today. That was super helpful. And I know that so many people go through migraines and it is, it is a struggle and, and you're right. It does feel like we're alone sometimes. And 
like no one feels this pain I'm feeling, but a lot exactly. of us are going through it. So yeah, thank yeah. you so much for that. No well, problem. Yeah. And we can find you at Kelsey Siebold if we need you. <laughs> yes, I'll be there. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Okay. That was Dr. Desiree Bobino Thomas from Kelsey Siebold. Thank you so much for uh, joining us here on the Cold Coffee Club. And thank you, Ashley, for doing that amazing interview. So we are so thankful. Um, we have just had so many amazing guests already this season. We have a lot planned for y'all next season too. So or season three, I guess I should say. Um, okay. So we're going to go on to, to our house blend where we talk about um, some of our favorite things on our website this la last couple of weeks. And I have two I want to talk about. First of all, this is one of our most popular posts this month, um, which was Kimberly's post about um, five spots to visit with your family in the Texas Hill Country. Um, so Houston is obviously has so much to offer. It's a huge city, fourth largest city in America, but it is very flat <laughs> and there's not a lot of, um, you know, ge geographical, you know, we're not, we don't have a lot of hills, uh, but we don't have to drive that far to get to some really gorgeous scenery and really great things to do. Uh, and so Kimberly wrote five places to take your family. That's really not that far away and really scenic. And you feel like you're in a totally different, I, I mean, it's, it's amazing how you really don't have to go that far to get to some really cool place swimming, like, like, like natural swimming holes and places, um, whether it's a resort or just a park, um, those are really, that was a huge, uh, very well-received, uh, post by our readers. So I really think you'll like that. We always, of course, link to those in the show notes. And the second one was, uh, Mary wrote a post called a love, a love story, a love letter to Aldi, the grocery store, uh, which Aldi, I don't know if you've shopped there, but it is a, a, not your typical grocery store. It has some really unique little quirks. Like you have to bring a quarter to get a cart, which you might be like, I'm out. I don't want to do that. But she talks about like why she loves it. She breaks down price comparisons. Like this is what it costs me to get, you know, a loaf of bread at Kroger and HEB. And this is what it costs me to get it at Aldi. She tells you specifically what she likes to buy at Aldi, like which kind of products versus, you know, what she doesn't like to buy there. Um, and it was, I mean, I think several of us, specifically with the price comparison, she really sold us. So check, check that out, especially as several of us are trying to save money right now across the board on like our monthly bills. Check out that post. Um, we've linked it in the show notes. So um, we're going to go ahead and wrap up today, but I always want to do our little see you later caffeinator, our fun fact. And since we talked so much about, you know, migraines today we've talked about the brain and i brought up a fun fact about the brain and that is about how the human brain is really not considered to be fully formed until the age of 25 which is really crazy and specifically it's that frontal lobe which isn't developed until the age of 25 and that is what controls reasoning and like making good choices and decision making and so i say that to encourage you that if before the age of 25 your early 20s you maybe made some not so great life choices just really in, re remind yourself that your frontal lobe wasn't fully formed yet. 
<laughs> and so maybe that just wasn't, it wasn't you making that bad choice. Your brain just wasn't fully developed. <laughs> and just also remember that about our kiddos as they are even in their teenage years, their brain is still developing. Anyways, that's our little see you later caffeinator for today. Thank you so much for joining us on the cold coffee club. And we will see you um, in two weeks on Tuesday. Y'all have a great day. Bye. You've been listening to The Cold Coffee Club, brought to you by Houston Moms. We wish you a fabulous week with your families and look forward to sharing many more cups of cold coffee with you.